We open our Bibles together this morning to 1 John. We were here last week in chapter 4. Today we come to 1 John chapter 1, verse 5. Open there with me, please. 1 John chapter 1, verse 5. Hear now the word of the Lord, recognizing that it's speaking of its own message today as truth, because it comes from God, who is truth. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. I'd like to read that verse again and then I'm going to highlight to you what we're focusing on this morning. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. That last part of this verse is emphasizing by contrast what we're particularly thinking about today. God is light. I almost just made that the message verbatim for you this morning. Uh, I have a different application of it for the message uh, that will relate to it. But that's the big thing we want to reflect on today, that God is light. God is light. Last week, we studied deceivers and the devil, and a concept that illustrated the idea of deception and the work of the devil was darkness, darkness. It's a world of darkness, and to be within it and deceived by it is to be in darkness. Nothing is seen or developed in thick black Nothing can live in utter darkness. Nothing grows in darkness. Nothing is seen. Light is needed. Light is needed to see and be seen, to grow and to glow. There is no sight without light. Where there is more light, there is more light life. When I took photography class in high school and college, uh, we still used this thing children called paper. Uh, We used film that you had to put in the camera. There was no beep and it goes straight to your computer. You had to put film and wrap it into your camera and then that film had to go through solutions. And then when it was time in these classes, we we usually took it to the store, but uh, in class we would develop our own photography, especially black and white color was more complicated. You had to keep it in a special contraption. But you'd go to the dark room to develop because you couldn't have all light exposed at once, but you had to have certain light. And you would put that piece of paper that you exposed light onto and mix it in a, in a, a little tray of chemicals and you would start to see an image develop. It was really a neat experience. But for anything to develop on that piece of paper, there had to be an exposure to it. And that comes from the light uh, going through the developed film, shining onto that paper, and then that's why something develops. You need that light. Um, Reminder, photography is about capturing light and exposing light. Now, there's a lot to know about how to work with different aspects of how you do that light for different features and different looks you're going for, but without light, nothing happens. To create an image, you need light. No light, no image. 
And, uh, you know, frankly, sometimes you have to remember not to leave the cap on, right? The lens cap. Sometimes, why did I even get anything? Oh, man, I left, the, I left the cap on. So no light comes through the lens. If you're taking pictures of stars at night, you need a very long, wide exposure to get significant exposure from those lights to make it. Without light, there's no picture. I emphasize this because actually the word for light in our text in the Greek uh, is phos. And it's where we get the word photography. It's where we get the word photos, photographs, even photosynthesis. Light, phos. Christ's gospel message is light. Because God is total light. Without that light, nothing can happen. Darkness. Now, there's even an emphasis. It says, God is light. And that's what we're focusing on today. (laughs) Using the word there, focus. Um, We're focusing on God is light. But notice there's an emphasis to really, really make clear how important this is about God. Darkness in him, not is nothing. That's the literal order of, of the Greek. And sometimes not nothing. It's a little more basic, just It's not not that kind of an idea. It's just the double negative to emphasize, in this case, definitely the positive. God is light. Within him, there's no darkness at all. He's pure, perfect light, right? He's all the colors of light in one, making the pure, perfect white light. He is pure, holy light. Again, we study God today. He's total light. He's total truth. He's total life. We studied what we need to watch out for the danger of the deceivers and the deceiver last week. But more importantly, we need to focus on the light. We need to study God. We need to focus on God and have his light. Or there's no way out of the darkness. Now, we know last week we saw we are conquerors because God is in us. He's greater than the world. And what is an important aspect of that? He is light. The world is darkness. God is light. When we run from the darkness by running toward the light, we see the reality of the world around us and hope and heaven within us. Matthew Henry says this, He, God, is all that beauty and perfection that can be represented to us by light. He is a self-active uncompounded spirituality, purity, wisdom, holiness, and glory. There is no defect or imperfection, no mixture of anything alien or contrary to absolute excellency, no mutability nor capacity of any decay in him. He's that beautiful, perfect, pristine, powerful light. Think about this, back in Genesis chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. God is the source of light. He is light. Therefore, he's the source of life, sight, safety, salvation, truth. And this idea of light does have a significant uh, sense of truth, which is what we'll study tonight. God is truth, the scriptures say. 
And so Psalm 36 verse 9 says this, For with thee, for with thee, Lord, is the fountain of life, and in thy light shall we see light. We need God's light to have any light, to see any light, to recognize what it is. John Calvin points out that Satan is the prince of darkness, while God is the father of lights. James 1.17 And he says this, We first understand there, there is nothing in him but what is bright, pure, unalloyed, and secondly, that he makes all things so manifest by his brightness that he suffers nothing vicious or perverted, no spots or filth, no hypocrisy or fraud to lie hid. You know, the scriptures do speak about, I believe in Ephesians, how uh, those who are uh, those of darkness, when the light shines, they scurry away and hide like cockroaches, right? May the Lord bless us to indeed be children of light, coming toward the light, seeking to be more purified and cleansed by the light. So John here is confirming in 1 John 1 verse 5, John is confirming that the gospel message as light is light and eternally enlightening because it from, comes from God and he is light. So the gospel message is light because it comes from God who is light. He is perfect, everlasting light. And so the gospel message is eternally enlightening. Jesus said to Paul when he converted him and he took away his literal blindness he had for a time, Jesus said he would send him to preach the gospel, this gospel of light to the Gentiles, those who are utterly lost in darkness. The world before Christ came was particularly under the deceit of Satan before he was bound, particularly in darkness. Israel only had God in his light, but now Christ has come and this is going to advance through the world. And so he said to Paul, Acts 26, verse 18. I'm going to send you to the Gentiles to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. He's saying, I'm going to turn them away from the devil to me who are the light of the world, the light of God come down and manifested in the flesh. Keep in mind how on the Mount of Transfiguration there was this particular uh, sense of the glory cloud, the kabod, but also this light when he spoke with uh, Moses and Elijah in heaven. But where was the light coming from? It was coming from Christ, who is the veil to heaven. John 1, verses 4 to 5 and verse 9 say that in him Jesus was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. That was the true light which lighteneth every man that cometh into the world. I want to encourage you as you are here today, beloved, witnessing and worshiping God. He is light, He's in your midst, He's bringing light to your life. And he is making you a light to the world. And remember, you are that light, that witness to the world. And it is darkness. 
John 8, verse 12. Then spake Jesus again to them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Notice he says, he that followeth me shall have the light of life, because he is the light of life. Keep that in mind in in how we do apply the text today, that God is light. Isaiah 9, verse 12, a prophecy of Christ, as uh, referred to in Luke chapter 179. We considered it also when we were going through the Gospel of Matthew. This prophecy of Jesus Christ, the people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. And where it is leading to, where it ends, Revelation 21, 23. And the city, the city of God, the heavenly Jerusalem that comes down, and we're the temple. The city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. No darkness in heaven. And we don't even need the sun and the stars and the moon. They can, you know, especially think of the nightly uh, heavenlies, they can only do so much. There won't be any need for any of these things. God and the Lamb are light. This is why before he said, let there be light, there was light to be separated. Why? Because he's the source of it. And then he just lets there be receptacles of it for the keeping of seasons and just even the imagery of Jesus is the son of righteousness that comes with healing in his wings. But God and Christ is the light, the source of all light. You know, like photosynthesis in plants, when you turn to God, you will produce food and fresh green life in yourself and in the church and in this world. More turning to him will see a more developed image of Christ in you and in his church and in this world. Let's look at verse 6 of our text, 1 John verse 6. Let me read verse 5, our text today, leading into it, but verse 6. This, then, is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Remember this idea of deception and darkness with the deceiver, Satan. We can't call light what God calls darkness. And we can't walk in darkness with demons and claim we have the truth. Thus, look ahead to chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. Again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you. Because the darkness is past, and the true light now shineth. Pardon me. He that saith he is in the light and hateth his brother is in darkness even until now. And then look ahead to verse 11. But he that hateth his brother is in darkness and walketh in darkness and knoweth not whither he goeth because that darkness has blinded his eyes. Notice that idea of not having the true light walking in darkness and therefore uh, really not knowing where you're going. But notice this. What's emphasized is if you do not love your brother... You do not truly love God. Now, that's to actually walk in darkness and not have light. Look ahead to chapter 4, verse 8. 
He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. And that's basing off of verse 7. What he's been saying is you have to love one another as brethren. You can't say you have Christ the head if you don't want one another his body and love one another and care for one another. And remember, love is a choice. Love is a decision. It's an attitude seen in action, but it's a disposition. We can't say we have God's love if we don't love one another. Now, that is seen often in forgiveness, repentance. It isn't that we love perfectly, but it's also seen in the concern to have that ministry ongoing of reconciliation. But it's deceit, it's darkness if we don't. Walk in the love and light of God with your brethren as lights in a dark world. Philippians 2.15 Christ is the light of the world and thus you are the light of the world as he shines his love through you. Matthew 5 verse 14 1 Peter 2, verse 9. Ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Colossians 1, verse 13. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son? One thing I intended to say related to we can't say we have light while we walk in darkness, and often that darkness is the reality of not loving brethren, not really caring. This is an important thing to keep in mind that knowledge puffs up, the Bible says, but love abides. 1 Corinthians 13, if we don't have love, it means nothing. Profits us nothing. We don't really have God. And I want to emphasize, there there is, I think, a danger in in churches like ours, and we'll often have uh, encounters with others who are so concerned about truth that they're blind to the light of the truth is to lead us to loving God and one another and our brethren. They're so concerned to separate constantly, divide, 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 separate, get farther and farther away from the brethren. That's to have a dimming light, if any light of all. We can't say we care about truth. We can't say we have God's light. If we don't have a love for one another, we are lying and walking in darkness. We can't say, I care about truth, but I want nothing to do with the church. God protect us from caring about truth and thinking that truth is somehow separated or severed from the truth of how much the word of God, the light of God tells us to dwell with one another, to love one another, to forbear with one another. We'll just be walking in darkness, lying to ourselves. And there are many lying to themselves. But here's the truth. Here we are today loving, serving with one another. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 5. Ye are the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Before we continue, these verses are just making me feel so happy and safe and excited because darkness is scary and dangerous. 
There is, there's a reason our, our younger ones really prefer to have a nightlight on, right? Uh, our young ones right now, especially, they never want to go into their own room unless mommy and daddy turn the light on for them once the sun has set. It's a sense of uncertainty. It's a sense of danger. I don't know what's there. I don't know where I'm going. I mean, how many times do you and I uh, stumble, hit our foot? You know, how many times have I thanked God for protecting me from knocking a tooth or of my glasses in pieces because I didn't bother to turn the light on? You know, I almost ran right into something. You know, what a glorious thing to be in the light. What a glorious thing to have the message of light from God who is light. And in him there is no darkness at all. No danger. No deceit. No uncertainty. Ephesians 5 verse 8. For ye were sometimes darkness. But now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 6. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Thus, beloved, proclaim in praise. Psalm 27, 1 that you sang this morning. The Lord is my light. And my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my light. Of whom shall I be afraid? And Psalm 119 verse 130. uh, The entrances of thy words giveth light. Remember earlier on it says that the the word of the Lord is a a light. uh, A lamp unto our feet. A light unto our path. The the entrance of the words give light. God, by the Holy Spirit, enlightening us to believe as true, as he's telling us today, it is true, it's the light message. The entrance of God's words give light. So as you are here, having the words preached to you, God is putting light into you more, beloved, as his words enter you. The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. It is God alone who can enlighten you. And by his spirit, through his word, he does. And by his light and his message of light, he saves you out of blind darkness. And he is mighty to shine and to shine through you and to save you. Remember 1 John 4, verse 4, that we looked at last week. He that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. And we saw in the context, he's made us more than conquerors already. By him, the light shining within us to be able to discern deceivers, false prophets, antichrists. Because Christ, who is the light, is in us to bear light on all these things. The world is darkness. This is part of John's discussion. But God is light. Look to the light. Say that to yourselves every time you find yourself feeling lost and fading in dimness. Look to the light. Look to the light. And to stay out of the devil's dark 
say to yourself and then do it. Jesus says, follow me. Follow Jesus. Say to yourself, follow Jesus. Follow Jesus. Look to the light. Follow the light. That is the message for you this morning. God is light. Follow the light. Jesus is the light of the world and he says, follow me. Follow the light. Let us pray. Lord God, we recognize this world is darkness, and in in our old man we still battle. There is darkness within us, but you are light. You are the light of the world. Shine your light in us. Let the entrance of thy words give us light. O Lord, in thy light we shall see light. The Lord is my light and my salvation. We are the children of light, having been delivered from the night and darkness and unto the eternal day. Let us follow after you, Lord Jesus, into heaven, where there'll be no moon or stars, for there'll be an eternal day, and the Lord God and the Lamb will be our light. If this is the case, let us keep saying to ourselves, look to the light. Let us keep saying to one another, follow the light, follow Jesus, follow the light. You alone, Almighty God, are light. And you are our light. Thus you are our salvation from darkness and despair and death. We do thank you, Lord, for the promise of everlasting life and everlasting light. Let us indeed walk as children of light and be shining stars to this dark world. You who are the light of the world, shine through us. Make us the light of the world brighter and brighter. And draw others out of the darkness to the light. Let us invite people to church saying, come out of the darkness, come to the light. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.